you've found the Rock Hesperia and are on your way to building a solid life. We make disciples here. If you, your children, or anyone comes to Jesus, hears his sayings, and does them, your life will become solid. So let's get to it. So they go to this wedding. Jesus is the leader. His disciples are the followers. In fact, uh, I know that Jane knows the, the definition of disciple. Jane, give it to us on the microphone. The definition of, the, of a disciple of Jesus. A disciplined follower of Jesus. A disciplined follower of Jesus. Okay, so when you're following someone, you can follow them, you can follow them and not be disciplined, apparently. Right? Um, how about this? Will? Lead me somewhere. <laughs> Just here, do my own thing. I'm walking. I'll just find somebody else. Aren't you glad that Jesus isn't like Will? He's like, I'll just find somebody else. I'll just find somebody. You ain't going to follow me. I'll just find somebody else. Kia. <laughs> I got to come back to you soon. <laughs> All right. But okay, look, can you can you follow someone for a little bit? Yes. And then can you stop following? Yes. That's not discipline. You're supposed to keep following. Keep following. Follow, follow, follow to the very end. The race isn't given the, the winner of the race. It's not the swift. It's not the strong. It's the one who endures until the end. You, I can tell you what, you keep following me till the end, you're going to win. All right. But don't, don't get off track and go somewhere else. Jesus and his disciples were both invited to this wedding. His mom's there, obviously. And so here we are. We're all together. All right. Now here we are. We're all together, right? What does your concern have to do with me, mama? This is not even my time. But who knows that Jesus is someone who he just can't help himself. He gives things even at the wrong time, quote unquote, the wrong time, right? There, there's a there's a lady. I think I'm probably jumping ahead in, in the in the gospel here, but there's a lady that's like, yeah, but I need a blessing. He's like, yeah, but I'm here for the Jews. She's like, yeah, but we even get the crumbs. Like even the dogs get the crumbs. I need give me some crumbs, Jesus. Your crumbs are better than whatever I'm getting. So I'd rather have your crumbs. And Jesus is like, all right. I love Jesus for that. I love him for that because he's not going to leave you alone. He's not going to leave you unhelped. And now it is our time. And so now we have full access to all this. Amen. 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 So his hour had not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. And I'm telling you, that is the message for us. Whatever he says to you, do it. Do it. There, there is a... An instruction here. They got these six water pots. Will mentioned last week. A manner of purification. For the, so you're supposed to be like washing with this water. All right. And so this is this is like this is clean water, fresh water. This is good water. And, and they hold a lot. Didn't Will say something like 180 gallons for all of these. Right. And they fill them to the brim. And he turned all of that purification water, the cleaning water into wine. Jesus is making new wine. And he's doing it out of just whatever's on hand. He, he says, 
bring me this, and, and in our case, the water is you and me. Bring, bring me this, what we got, we got people, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Just like that, when the water is yielded, the water's not resisting, the water's not undisciplined and following, right? The water's going to do what the water's told to do. Incidentally, not the only time that water responds to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, it's a sermon for another day. But now here's the people that are brought to Jesus, and he does a change, a qualitative change, a substantive change in them. They, it was water, now it's wine. And I, some people are saying, hallelujah. <laughs> that was a joke. You, you can laugh sometimes. All right. Um, and he said, say, fill up to the brim. He said, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. In my New King James Bible, some is italicized. These words of Jesus. He didn't say, drag these water pots over to the master of the feast. He didn't say, go, go on some crusade and take everybody that you know, every Christian that you know, and let's go get some. No, he said, draw some. Like Jesus sent them out two by two. I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but I'm trying to paint some pictures and some parallels of what, how Jesus operates. He says, look, I got two of you. I'm in the midst of you. We're good to go. Let's. Let's get down the road. I don't need everybody to do one job. I'm going to send you guys over here, send you guys over here, send you guys over here. Go get it done. Draw some out, bring it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, it's like these guys, they, they're, they're, they're going to be watching this guy like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? He's going to freak out. But he would have no reason to freak out unless he had known that there was no water. And then the freak out was just like, hey, I guess they have like a nice neighbor or something. I, someone showed up, you know, they texted real quick and said, we got to get some wine over here. So he drank it. The master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. I titled this message something. Can we, can we put that up on the, on the screens? We're in the series called The Beloved. This is John chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In The Beloved. And it's called Never Before Like This. If you're taking notes, write that down. Never before like this. Who knows that your life can be going a certain way and you're like, yeah, this is kind of how my life goes. Yeah? Kind of getting a routine. Kind of know basically how things are going to go. And often they're like, I basically know this is going to be bad. Has anyone ever been there? It's like you just you wake up the next day and it's like, yeah, more of the same. I, I bet it's coming to me. I'm going to be hopeless, depressed. I'm going to be, still be sick, you know? Um, ooh, I just had a song lyric flash through my mind. Totally inappropriate. Cannot share it. Um, you're welcome. Look at the restraint is all I'm saying. See, I, there was a time that I was not a Christian like I am now. <laughs> so, anyway, the stuff gets in there. That's all I'm saying, but it's true. 
Um, that's not the right one. That's a, that's a different one. Uh, it's true. It's still true. You will see greater. But we're, we're in John chapter 2. You can just take it down at, at this point. Uh, the, the message is, what did I just say? Never, Never before like this. Never, just write that down. Never before like this. Who knows? We, we talk about you know, B.C. and A.D. at the dinner table. Sometimes my kids and I talk about this. And now it's B.C.E. And there's a whole bunch of things. And they're trying to, you know, nothing Jesus. But all that to say, Jesus changes things. He changed time when he was born on the earth. All of a sudden there's a split. There was one way and now it's another way. Right? <laughs> was it Dave Chappelle in Men in Tights? He's like, I'm on one side. I'm on the other side. Is, look, Jesus split time. <laughs> Sorry. He split time. He has this water now, and now it was water like a second ago, but now it's wine. And guess what people want to drink at a wedding? Wine. Not water. <laughs> yeah. And so he changes the water into wine. And he's, I'm telling you, this is like, this is the people. When you come to Jesus and you start following him in a disciplined manner, like consistently over and over again, I'm with you, Jesus, you and me forever, right? Then he changes you and he keeps on changing you. And, and you're never going to go back to being water. Amen. But don't become dirty wine either. All right. Has it, I mean, don't put your wine pot underneath the ceiling fan that you haven't cleaned in like six years. You know what I'm saying? And be like. You know those things, little things that fall down sometimes? Don't ask me how I know. I'm not a good with dusting. Allergies, you see. <laughs> Is that a good enough excuse? <laughs> All right. But look, there's, there's this change. And so I want you to picture your life right now. I, I'm, I'm going to do it. I have this microphone, you see, and I come down and we, we have conversations. Um, think about something in your life that has happened that seemed like it would never end, that it was bad. Something, something that was not positive, that it seemed like it would just keep going forever. You just couldn't see an end to it. Does anyone have something that they would be willing to share? As a teacher, distance learning. <laughs> Zoom classes. I thought this would never end. Right? And it's like, some people are wondering, has it ended? You know, is it still going? Um, what else? Something you thought would never end. A grandma of a student of distant learning. <laughs> Personal experience. Um, you wake up every day and it's just like this. What else? I mean, this is why I do this, so that we can get real practical with the messages. So we can apply them and people can understand, oh, Jesus like, has like, some real benefit. Uh, kind of embarrassed to say this, but controlling my finances. Oh, <laughs> those bills just keep piling up, don't they? They just keep on coming. I'm better at it now. Though. You're better at it now. Praise the Lord. Hey, so you're, you're telling me that there's a way out. There's a way up. Oh, you got something? All right, let's hear it. Being grounded. Oh, it just keeps on going and going and going. Not that you would know. Perfect. Uh, no, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> the Groundation Foundation. Yeah, just live there. 
<laughs> yeah. What about grief? Has anyone ever experienced loss and grieving over the loss of someone that you love? And it feels like, man, this, I cannot imagine this ever ending. It is just always with me. It is always present. Ooh, I'm tempted to jump way ahead, but I'm not going to do it. How about addiction? Man, I don't know if I'll ever get out of this. How, how could I? I, I? I want it. I need it. Or I don't want it, and I need it. And my body will not let me out of this. Does anyone understand what I'm talking about? How about this way of thinking? Why am I so angry? All the time. Why do I hurt those I love? Because you have moments of clarity, don't you? Like me. Why do I keep doing the same stupid thing over and over again? As if I don't know any better. I know better. And here I am again. On my own. Going down the only road I've ever known. Jesus wants to show you a different road. He wants to take that thing that was and make it something different because... Never before has it been like this. What did Jesus say earlier? My hour has not yet come. His mom's like, so? <laughs> and so he, so he starts giving orders, giving instructions. Right? Fill the water pots with water. Notice he doesn't argue with his parents, children. <laughs> Just looking at my family. That's all. Teaching moments all the time. Online, children, if you're listening. <laughs> Don't argue with your parents. Fill the water pots with water. And then he says, draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. And the master of the feast is like, this is great. This is delicious. This is the good stuff. If you're interested, I did a little message online called Jesus Makes the Best New Wine. So you can find that. Just look it up. Jesus Makes the Best New Wine. Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And then when the guests have well drunk, when it doesn't matter anymore, because everyone's like, whatever, throw another one back. Then the inferior comes out. You've kept the good wine until now. And the master of the feast knows what he's talking about. This is what he does for a living, right? This, this, I put this thing on. <laughs> Whoever knows, and they make a determination or an assessment, it's like, no, this is better enough to make an announcement and a declaration. Hey, we got something going on here. Pay attention. Pay attention to that. In verse 11, it says, This is the beginning of signs Jesus did. This is the beginning of signs Jesus did. What was Jesus' first miracle? Turning water into wine. What's the first miracle that Jesus does in your life? That's the kickoff to all the rest of them, all the rest of this abundant life that he wants to do. Anyone want to wager a guess? From death to life. Salvation. I'm now a follower of the Lord Jesus. Whoever, if you confess with your mouth the Lord, the, let me define Lord, owner, (laughs) master, controller, decision maker of your life. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is that to me. 
and you believe in your heart of hearts that God the Father raised him from the dead, you're saved. You're saved right then. And I know we do a lot of like, just bow your head and pray this little prayer. And I don't think it takes that. It, it says, Jesus, I'm with you now. Whatever you say, I'm in. You lead, I'll follow. All the time. From now on. And then if I ever, if I ever get distracted by something shiny or whatever, then you just leave, bring me right back. I want, I want to be back with you. These are, this is the good prayer to pray. Right? Jesus, if I ever get off track, just rein me in. Reel me in, Jesus, because I want to keep following you. That's the beginning of signs that Jesus did in Cana was the water of the wine, water into wine. The beginning of signs that he does in your life is from death to life. Now you can understand all of the rest of this. You can understand all of the rest of the covenant of his faithfulness of he says, if you do this, I'm going to meet you with this. I have it preloaded. Uh, it's like you pull the trigger, right? If you want the shirt cannon to, <laughs> you know, you get that shirt. Has anyone not been to a hockey game? Then you pull the trigger and it's, you follow me and the shirt's going to come out and you're going to get the shirt. It's probably a terrible example. Do better. All right. Um, after this, he went down to Capernaum. He, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples, and they did not stay there many days. Now, to summarize, Jesus is at this wedding. His mom says he got no wine. Do something about it. He's like, it's not really how it's going. And she's like, yes, it is. And so he does it, and there's a miracle that happens. And now, everybody knows there's something different about this Jesus. Not everyone can do this. If everyone could have done this, there would have been no need for Mary to turn to Jesus and be like, handle it. Mary would have just done it, right? Or the servants would have just done it. No one would have even known. Go fill this with water real quick. We've got to change this thing to wine. No, but Jesus was ushering in a new thing. We talk about new wine. We talk about new wineskins. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Do you remember all this preaching? Why don't they put new wine into old wineskins? Someone tell me. Raise your hand. <laughs> the old wineskins will break. That's right. And then what happens to the wine? It spills out. Yeah. And both are ruined. That's why you don't do it. What am I saying? What am I saying? No, I'm just kidding. I know. If you don't want to waste your life, if you don't want to waste day after day after day after month after year after decade in the same rut, hopeless, Lost, confused, sick, dying, depressed. Hello? Self-medicating, self-abusing, abusive to others. Am I painting the picture? This is what this is everybody else. This this is their story. This is this is death. This is the world. This is the old. If you don't want to wake up every day with the devil continuing to steal from you 
and try to destroy you and kill things in your life, well then what? No one puts new wine into old wineskins. But Jesus is trying to make some new wine over here. So, what about this wineskin? What, what does an old wineskin do? When new wine's put in it, but, but if no new wine is put in it, the old wineskin does whatever the old wineskin used to do. Isn't that right? The old wineskin stays exactly how it was, doing whatever it thought it was going to do. No change, no transformation, and no capacity for anything better. Just going to stay like this. And it's just going to be like, isn't this miserable to hear this? It's just going to stay like this forever. I don't want that for you. Jesus doesn't want that for you. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Old wineskins stay old. They just do what they do. New wineskins are prepared to receive new wine. So if you want new and better and what the master of the feast calls good, complete, lacking nothing, excellent, surpassing in quality, all of that, then something has to happen to the wineskin. It's not just the wine. We always want Jesus to do everything, don't we? Jesus, just come on down here and heal this person. Jesus, just save me from this. Jesus, just help me pass this test. Right? Did you study? No, but Jesus, I know Jesus, and he knows all the answers. Yeah, but I mean, he's not taking the test. You are. <laughs> Jesus made the new wine. You have got to prepare the new wineskin. What's the new wineskin, you think? Does someone want to raise a hand and hazard a guess? All right, John, save, rescue the people. Uh, my renewed heart, or new heart. That's right. That's right. Renewed by the word. Renewed by the word. See, <laughs> preaching. John says, it's me. It's my heart. Right? If you want to be different, if you want things different in your life, then you can't just let it all fall to Jesus. Jesus is not going to clean your ceiling fan. Amen. <laughs> Jesus is not going to be nicer to your spouse. Jesus is not going to pay your bills. He may supply the finances, but he's not going to pay your bills. He's not going to limit your spending, <laughs> your out of control spending habits, right? He, he will help you if you follow him. But it takes discipline. It takes us saying, okay, I got this new wine. I'm, I'm seeing it great. I, I, I got to become a new wineskin. I have to decide that something is going to be different now than it was. And so that's the question. Who's going to become a new wineskin? Now, presumably when we got saved, right? Here we are, a bunch of saved people, a bunch of Christians in here, right? Yeah. Thanks, Maisie. Bunch of saved people all over the place. And still sometimes, something comes up that throws us for a loop. Like, what even is this? Well, is this something that Jesus has paid for already and you're just not taking advantage of? 
Would you even know? The old wineskin didn't read the Bible, maybe. Didn't give attention to the word. Didn't abide in my word and prove to be my disciples, Jesus says. Maybe that was old wineskin, but the new one does. Maybe the old wineskin was broke because the old wineskin didn't tithe. The old wineskin was robbing God. But the new wineskin is like, here, it's yours. And God's like, finally, I've been trying to help you all this time. Picture any circumstance. They're like, it was this way. And it was worse. But then I changed based on what I heard Jesus was about. Jesus was about giving to me, not taking from me. He wants to give to you, not take from you. Anything that he would require is not robbery. It's all his anyway. And it shouldn't be burdensome. When the Bible says the Lord loves a cheerful giver, it's not just talking about money. It's talking about your time. Hey, I'm happy to come along and blah, 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 blah. What, X, Y, Z. Happy to paint that wall. <laughs> Which looks awesome, by the way. Happy to put the new floor in next door. Which looks awesome, by the way. Amen. We've got a lot of things done recently. Praise the Lord. I'm happy to Go try to rescue your estranged child. Even though it's inconvenient. Even though I didn't have that on my calendar. Well, guess what? Nobody did. Right? I'm happy to come alongside and bear you up. Spend time with you. Weep with those who weep, not just rejoice with those who rejoice. It's easy to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. Well, most of the time, if you're not all covetous. I want, I want what they have. No, but I mean, it's, it's easier to rejoice. It's not so easy to weep with those who weep, is it? It takes something more. But that's what Jesus is calling us to. So there's old wine, there's new wine. There's old wineskins, there's new wineskins. There's the old you, and there's meant to be the new you. Jesus is saying, I want the new you. I want to make you new. Will you let me do it? Now notice this next point. This beginning of science Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. His disciples believed in him and he did a miracle. We've never seen anything like this. This must be the guy. I mean, we, we thought he was it, but now we really think he's it. And he turned that water to wine. After this, he went down to Capernaum. He, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. Okay. So after the miracle, what happens? They stick together. And they're going where he goes, right? Wouldn't you do the same thing? If you saw Jesus do a miracle, wouldn't you just, well, hey, I'm, I'm going with you. And Jesus would be like, great. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. When I was meditating on these scriptures for today, I felt like that was going to be the, the big thrust. His mother, his brothers, and his disciples. They all saw something they couldn't deny. 
They saw something real. They saw something full of life. And what did they do? Something different than they had done before. Mary was not a helicopter parent. Anyone ever hear of helicopter parents? They just hover over their children, you know, making sure everything is okay. You know, I didn't like what that person said. You know, like, and there's like, it's like too much. Mary was not that. They lost him, right? He's 12 years old. They lose him. They're going back home. We just came off a trip. You know, I can imagine. Can you imagine, Megan, if we if we left one of the kids at home? Or one of the kids at the Airbnb. I mean, there's nine of them between our two families, you know. It's like, we, it's only one. We just left one of them. No. We're, we're, we're at least somewhat attentive. <laughs> we got online back to California. And so, Mary was not that. She was not following Jesus wherever he went. His brothers sure weren't following him around like that. It took a while for his brothers to come around. Yeah? To his deity. And then his disciples. People he hadn't previously known. So there's these levels. And now these people are following in this new and living way. Jesus said, I am the way. Yeah. After this, he went down to Capernaum, he, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. Why? Because they believed in him. They followed him because they believed in him. So what do you believe? Do you believe that there's an old you and a new you somewhere? Are you living more like the old you or more like the new you? Would you know the difference? Not everyone would. And what do you want? What do you want out of this life? Do you want what you've been getting? Okay, Go has a song. Needing is one thing, but getting, getting is another. You can need it, and you can still not get it. You can want it, but not enough to follow and still not get it. Or you can get it. We're going to wrap it up here. That was my subtle signal to Cheryl to give me some musical cover. I think music does something, though. It helps us to focus our attention, focus our, our minds on a commitment. And that's why we do it at the end of service. So as we dim the lights and if you can just get yourself into a posture of receptivity to say, Lord, I'm hearing your word. I'm hearing, I get the picture. It can be bleak. It can be a drag. It could be costly. And I don't want that for my life anymore. Can I, I know we just started this whole like, oh, we're softening up. But let me just ask, is everyone like perfectly satisfied with your life, how it is? Anyone? Show of hands? Yeah, online you can imagine not a sea of hands over here. Uh, in fact, I'm not even sure I see one. No one is perfectly satisfied with their life. Maybe there's some old wine skin activity 
continuing to just self-perpetuate. The thing is, it doesn't just automatically change. Unless something comes around and says, we better not put the new wine into that. Here, drink that wine real quick. We got some new wine to put in it. No, it's both going to be ruined. No, let's get a, new, a whole new thing. Jesus, I'm making you all new. Old things have passed away. What, what's another term for passed away? Die. Yeah, old things have died. Behold, all things have become new. We just got to be willing to be made new. And again and again and again and again and again. And as soon as we think we got it, we need to run right back to the Father and say, Father, I don't got it. Anything I have is only because you're so good. Only because your son paid the whole price and I get all the benefit if I'll but follow Is that you today? Do you want anything different? You should tell the Lord about it. Pretty basic. Just open your mouth and miracles start happening. What's the miracle? What do you need? Jesus is ready and willing to supply. If you felt abandoned or alone or like he's left you or he's nowhere to be found, he did not leave you. Jesus is always faithful. He's always there. He's always present and he's ready. Could be that we've left him. Let's run right back. Because here's what I know about Jesus. No matter how far and how long you've run, Jesus is like always like right here. And I turn around and I say, okay, uh, here we are. I'm with you. And he's right there. He's like, good. Now let's get back on this, on this path. Let's, let's get on the road to life again. And blessing and healing and restoration and forgiveness and all of it. Amen. And, and let's, let's make you somebody who helps others, not just gets for yourself. We're big on that here, by the way. You'll always hear me talk about it. Don't just receive so that you're better. Receive so that you can be good enough to go help someone else. You know, when you're sick, you're like, I'm not getting up from this bed. I'm not, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. I mean, you could bring me medicine if you want, but that's it. No, you need to get well. You need to get so well that you're going to help other people get well. I'm able now. I'll lead you, but only tentatively. I just want you to use your own words. Just, Jesus, I'm coming back to you. Whatever you got to say. Jesus, I've been, I've been trying to live my own life, my own way, the old way. And surprise, surprise, I keep getting the old results. But I've heard your word today, and I know you have better for me. I want that. I want better. I want good. Maybe you didn't come today expecting to have a life change. But that's why we say it in our Bible declaration that the word will change my life forever. 
And Jesus didn't go to that wedding that day expecting to turn water into wine either. Nevertheless, here we are. And he did it, didn't he? Even though he didn't expect to do it. He didn't think it was necessarily the time. He didn't feel like, he didn't have goosebumps. He didn't have those water to wine goosebumps. But he did it. Out of love. He'll do it again and again and again and again. Oh, oh. Do it, Lord, again. As we give ourselves to you, come rescue us. Lift us up. And we will follow you in a disciplined way. Yeah, we'll spend our time on you, not on seeking our own pleasures. And Lord, we will have pleasure along the way, along this journey. In Jesus' name. Do you feel like you've said it? Do you feel like you've said what you needed to say to the Lord? And I tell you, whether you've gotten like an immediate response back that you've sensed in your spirit, or maybe it's coming and you'll be driving to work tomorrow and be like, Lord, there you are. He's coming. He's going to show you how real this is when you're earnestly saying, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% in. He'll do it. Amen? God is so good. Jesus is so good. That's why we do this whole thing. Why would I just come and listen to this guy for an hour? There's no good reason except Jesus. But he's with us. I appreciate you all being here. If you haven't done your service card, please do your service card. We need to know who you are, what you're, what you're committing to. You may want to do it again. You're like, yeah, now I'm going to check that box that I didn't check earlier. I'm going to do that. I'm going to live that way. I'm going to change something about my own life so I can get aligned with Jesus. The rockasperia.life is where you can find it. You can fill out a service card. If you've done it and you want to tell us something specific after this message, maybe something you're going through that you need prayer cover on, then fill out another one. Write it down. Talk to us. We love you. Jesus loves you. And you are not alone.